This is my opinion. This is my my opinion. My opinion. This is my opinion. Welcome to This is My Opinion, a daily Wildcat podcast that raises popular questions and picks the brains of our opinions writers. I'm your host and opinions writer, Lauren Borelli, and today I will be raising the questions but letting our writers share their own thoughts and words. The semester and our season of This Is My Opinion is coming to a close. Let me wipe a tear from my eye. And today we are definitely going with the sentimental vibe and I am lucky to be joined by Selena, Mandy, Peyton, and Kaylee, and Aiden, all from our beautiful opinions desk. And today we will be recapping our favorite content, whether it be an article, a podcast episode, whatever, from the year. So enough of my intro monologue and please, my opinions desk, introduce yourselves, say hello, and let's get started. Hi, uh, I'm Kaylee, the opinions desk editor. Hello, my name is Aiden Rhodes, and I was the assistant editor for the 2021 spring semester. Hi, guys, I'm Peyton. Um, I'm a writer for the opinions desk. And I'm Mandy. I'm another writer, um, but I'm a little newer than everyone else. Hey everyone, I'm Selena Kuikahi. Um, I'm a senior and this is my final year on the Opinions Desk and at the Wildcat. So I guess with that, Kaylee, since you're the new editor now, do you want to start us off on our topic? This is actually my final semester as editor. I have been editor since fall. Um, and so I think I'll end us off if you want to start, Aiden. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. So we are sort of just here to discuss a little bit of a semester slash year interview and some of our favorite writing. And I have been doing a lot more on the editing side and a little less on the writing side this semester. So I'm going to run with a piece that I wrote last semester. And I wrote this right up into the right up in the lead, right in the lead up to the election. And uh, before I get into the, the actual meat of what I wrote about, I do believe that I still hold the Daily Wildcats uh, Facebook engagement record for this piece. And to put it pretty politely, it was certainly not all positive. So basically, a month out from the 2020 presidential election, I spent a weekend compiling a, what I believe is pretty airtight case that President Donald Trump exhibits every single characteristic of a dictator, the uh, sort of anti-democratic characteristics, the inability to take criticism from the media characteristics, the general incompetence characteristics. His pandemic response was directly in line with other dictators around the world and shared very little in common with other modern successful democratic leaders. So I put that case together into a piece and I can't remember exactly what I titled the piece, but it was something along the lines of- I oh, remember. Take it over. It was, uh, America, you have the chance to vote out a dictator, period. Don't squander it, period. It is very good. You should go read it. Yes, I believe we got around 250 comments on Facebook from I mean, Kayla covered most of it, just a huge amount of Facebook response. I was really proud of it. Definitely the most work I've put into a piece and the most airtight case I've made for something that I've argued for in a piece. And my sort of claim to fame with that one and the most exciting piece of it was that uh, two and a half weeks later, about a week and a half before the election, the New York Times editorial board published a story 
in which they made a very similar case using a very similar body of evidence. And of course, in no way do I think that they plagiarized me. I'm a college <laughs> reporter and they're the New York Times. Uh, sort of my my inspiration and a bunch of brilliant reporters, but it was really cool to see that uh, something that I was thinking about was something that some really prominent journalists were also thinking about. I thought that all the pieces from our like political time were excellent. They were super opinionated and like very feisty, shall I say? Feisty is the word I'm going to use. We really had like two major themes this year. I feel like it was politics and then it was like, well, this is what I'm bringing up. It was feminism for me. I thought second semester we had lots of fantastic feminist pieces, maybe because it's we have a like majoritarily female desk, which is super cool. Um, and feminism, like I think like it gets a bad rap. It can be super trite and overdone. And I think our desk just like crushed it. Everything was fresh and interesting and giving feminism a good name. That was my favorite. I definitely agree with the feminism. So I have probably only had like four pieces published so far. And I definitely read some more lighthearted stuff than the political um, pieces that were published last semester, which I wish I could have been a part of. But I think my favorite one that I wrote that hopefully contributed to the feminism chat in a lighthearted way was about um, Instagram and how it is just a hellscape to say the least. And I think that when I was writing it, the like passion for like just unrealistic social standards and beauty expectations and just social media in general really were like illuminated by like the research that I did for it. So I think that that was both my favorite to write and also like to learn about. Chime in very quickly, having been the editor that ran that piece up the chain, it was really, really well written. And I think struck at something that a lot of, um, a lot of the more sort of critical thinking young people that I know have thought about when it comes to Instagram, just like it's a platform so vain that even activism has to come in a pretty package or it doesn't catch on. I'd like to insert a correction. I edited that piece. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much that matters for factual accuracy. I edited that piece, but either way, uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more later. I wish you guys could hear me cracking up on the other end. I wish we didn't have to mute our mics while the other person is talking because I am busting up. <laughs> Feel free to unmute your mics, guys. The silence is killing me. I wish I that the audience could see like the Zoom cameras of Kaylee and Aiden sitting in the same room and making faces when the other talks. Like, it's very funny. <laughs> Help it. But yeah, no, I was just like, I don't think that's right. And he edited Mandy's like the first one she said, but I edited the Instagram one first because I wanted it on newsletter. So that's where I think the confusion came from. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. I was just like, oh, wait, that's not right. I don't know if they'll... <laughs> you said um, correction, first of yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, cool. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be rude. I just... I don't know what's important in this podcast in terms of facts, so I can go next. Um, okay, would anyone else like to share their <laughs> pieces of the month, week? Um, yes. My favorite pieces were definitely the ones where I focused on like body image and stuff. I wrote it started with like body positivity movement on TikTok, and then I wrote about like the dialogue that promotes eating disorders on campus and. I got a lot of like really good feedback from that one and 
a dietitian reached out to me from that article. She said like a student sent it to her. And then I got to interview a dietitian on intuitive eating. So that was like really fun. And I learned a lot. So those were definitely my favorite pieces. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Selena. <laughs> I just want to say, um, I, so I joined the opinions, like I said, I joined the opinions desk a little later. And I think one of the biggest things that really motivated me to, um, join opinions was hearing for those of you listening, Peyton, I live in the same sorority house. So hearing Peyton talk about the stuff that she was writing about, like at dinner, just in passing and stuff made me really excited to join opinions because I am a journalist major, journalism major, and I'm used to writing hard news and that kind of thing. But I think opinions is just so special that you can express your own opinion while still doing that same research that you conduct for normal hard news articles. And I think it's really cool that we get to put our passion and our interests in our writing. So over last summer, I got the idea to do a mini series, which was something that I um, didn't really know that if opinions could do or not, because I feel like a lot of the things I've written have kind of bordered on arts and life and opinions. Um, but it was like a three-part mini series where I interviewed different um artists, I guess. And it was during the Black Lives Matter insurgents, for lack of a better word. Um, And, you know, we have such a big platform with the Wildcat that I was like, anything I really have to say can be better off said by someone else. So that's when I kind of got more into like interviewing and stuff. So I interviewed, I did, it was a three-part mini series that was comprised of interviews. And I interviewed March March for Justice Tucson. um, And they put on that fundraising show at the Annex last summer. And then I interviewed, I guess I can say this now cause I'm leaving. So it's not a conflict of interest anymore but like a dear friend of mine um, that makes music and she was making music at the time and donated all of her funds to the Atlanta Solidarity Fund. Um, so that was really cool. So I got to put her up on the Daily Wildcat website like little, no affiliation with the school but I was editor at the time, so no one could really tell me no. Um, and then also Rob Harris, he did the mural that was at the Rialto. So that was really cool. Just interviewing different people about um, what activist art means to them and what it's like kind of finding your lane of activism and how everyone kind of has their own role in a movement. And um it was funny because they all had that in common, but all of their goals were very different and what they wanted out of it was really different. So that was like a really enlightening experience. And it took me a really long time to do. I don't think I finished the last one until uh, uh, like it came out last February, but that that was pretty cool to catch up with that artist. Yeah, I, I have the unique position of being able to um, remember every single piece that was just mentioned. Um, but first I want to talk about my, one of the pieces I wrote, um, last, I believe February, 2020 before the coronavirus, um, when I was feeling very feisty about, um, the democratic primary. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because it stayed in circulation, um, as, um, opinions, most popular piece until, probably November of uh, 2020, uh, making it all the way into this year. Um, And it was called Vote Blue No Matter Who. It obviously made a lot of people angry. Um, But the reason I wrote it was because I was um, really, really mad at this group of 
people, as many know them by Bernie or bust people. Um, and especially in the heat of it looking like Joe Biden was going to win the Democratic nominee and these people saying, well, we're not going to vote at all if Biden wins. And I, watching Donald Trump be president was very not okay with people saying that. And one of the people saying that at the time, not to throw tea in shade, but also all the tea, all the shade, uh, was our desk editor. Um, and I respect him. We have a lot of creative differences. Um, but that piece was mostly to make him angry because he had to publish it because I backed it up with sources and it really was my opinion. Um, he was not super happy doing so. And then it ended up keeping in circulation, which I thought was really funny. I don't know where he is now, but I hope that he saw that. Um, <laughs> um, but now I'm going to go into my favorite pieces from all of the people here. Um from the year. Um, so first I'll start with Lauren since she's at the left of my screen. Um, I love Lauren's tone and her sass and her truly not giving a shit. I don't know if that will be censored or taken out, but um, we don't censor this podcast. Okay. Wonderful to hear really? it. It's um, a podcast if you can't swear. That's true. Um, it's a fun thing about not being in print. Um, so Lauren, I really loved all of your feminist pieces, and I know you mentioned that already. I think that's going to be a theme of most of this, as your favorite pieces are also very similar to mine. Um, but I also really loved your spring break being canceled pieces. Um, I know everyone is familiar with the fact that spring break was taken away this year because of COVID and the UA administration not wanting students to travel during that time, um, since it is so common for you Arizona students to travel to Mexico. Um, Lauren wrote some very feisty pieces about that. And honestly, one of the only pieces I've ever seen posted online where all of the comments were in agreement. Um, I know not everyone was upset about this change, but all of the people I personally have talked to were, um, and I, it was really fun to see a lot of students band together in Facebook and uh, Facebook comments and retweets um, underneath those pieces. And so we do get a lot of arguments, as Aiden mentioned. Um, so th that was my favorite from Lawrence was um, the, especially this semester's piece about um, spring break being canceled. And then I'll go just in a circle of my screen. Um, Peyton, my favorite pieces from you, just like you said, were the ones about um, body positivity and eating disorders. And the reason I say that is because as someone who has struggled with body image in the past, um, it means a lot to have someone pour so much energy into this topic because I know it's such a big problem on campus and I hear a lot of diet culture talk constantly from people that I know even my really close friends um, who I have watched struggled with body image and believe that they are through the worst of it now still having that very similar rhetoric of good and bad foods um, and you know how your body is supposed to look and how it's not um, 
which we know is just not uh, workable for a healthy brain. Um, so having having a writer be so passionate, do so much research, and even talk to a dietitian on campus and have that opportunity is really, really cool. My favorite one out of those was the um, toxic diet culture on campus. That was really, really good. Um, and it pointed out a lot of problems on campus that I wasn't even aware of. And I'm pretty... I trash stuff like that pretty regularly. So it's really cool to see that. And I hope you keep on keeping on on that because obviously the problem is not gone. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, and then I'll go to, uh, actually, I'm going to go to Mandy because um, I want to do Selena last since she was my predecessor. <laughs> um, Mandy is has only done four pieces. And in those four pieces, she has really blown me away. Um, but as she mentioned, my favorite piece was the first one I edited, which was about Instagram being absolutely terrible. And it was such a relatable piece. And I loved it. And what I saw instantly was a really strong opinion backed up by a lot of research, which is what I love about the opinions desk is just these really good, really strong arguments and the way they're written, and they're so much fun to read, um, and you just nailed it. Like, the first piece I read, I was like, this girl is going places. Um, also, I just hate the way I scroll mindlessly on Instagram, so it just felt really good to not be alone. Aiden, you deserve one, too. Um, my favorite piece from you was probably your one about Donald Trump being a dictator, because it was very fun to deal with the fallout. Um, but I loved all of your pieces as well. All of your political ones were very passionate. What was the other one? There was. Oh, I don't remember. I wrote another one early in the semester and I can't even remember. And then Selena, like I said, Selena was editor over the summer and she's amazing. She trained me um, while being in the middle of moving and chaos with a whole bunch of stuff. And so I really appreciate her and all of the support she's given me. And she has wrote written some pretty amazing pieces. Like she mentioned, the Art is Activism series was so much fun to read. It involved a lot of organizations and artists that I didn't even know about. And I got my eyes open to a lot of very fun local Tucson things um, that I would have had no idea about otherwise. But my favorite piece was a raw emotional piece that she wrote meaning to write about a sex talk, the sex talk series on campus. And it ended up being about loving yourself. And I can't quite remember what I titled it. I think it was something like love yourself. That's easier said than done. And mm -hmm. yeah, and it is so good. I was literally sitting in our living room crying, reading it. It was so good. It was like reading poetry. Um, so if you haven't read that, I highly recommend it. Um, and yes, that is absolutely my favorite piece from you, Selena. Um, and I'm very sad that you're graduating. I remember when I first started at the opinions desk, when we were all together in person, um, and we had Araday as our editor for any like OG opinions readers, um, you were so sweet and supportive. So this is like my send off to you. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I remember going back to my dorm room 
and telling my roommate, there's this girl Selena on my desk and she is so cool and she's so sweet and I want to be like her. Um, so I hope you take that with you wherever you go. You truly do flatter me. Thank you so much. Um, from all the editors that I've been under, Arade was wonderful. Uh, we were actually in the same sorority together when um, I was in a sorority and uh, she just asked me to write one day. And I was like, wow, I, when I went to college, I thought either I would join some dumb band or I would somehow make it on the school newspaper. And I'm glad this is what happened because I'm very glad that I met you. And I'm very glad that I trained you out of anybody. Cause I don't think that training is a very graceful word that you used because I very much don't feel like I did that. You picked up quicker than I ever thought, but thank you that's so sweet. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I truly don't mean it as like kissing up. It's all facts. You can, I'll contact my old roommate and she'll be like, yep, she said that. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to shed a tear. It's sad that the semester's ending, the season's ending, feeling nostalgia. I just want to chime in super quick because I need to tell Selena on your story, the one like loving myself, easier said than done. So I was looking through all of the articles, just trying to figure out like inspiration, reading it for fun, whatever. And I saw that some like bot commented, like some crazy, like make money with this scheme. And you replied like, girl, I'm bearing my soul, please. And that like destroyed me. And I was like, okay, I love this girl. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, that was supposed to be like, I was supposed to write something about like, I watched a, someone talk about gonorrhea for an hour and I think I put it in there and I was like, I just wanted to relay the information, do something cut and dry. And it did not end up like that. But if anyone is in the market for a piece like that, I recently wrote um, a piece entitled Hookup Culture, Why Do Body Counts Rise If Orgasms Don't? And I talked to a sexpert at Campus Health all about that entire phenomenon so if you guys are interesting we don't we don't uh censor this podcast okay i talk about everything from sex on ssris to squirting so if anyone wants to check that one out that would be wonderful also please check out lauren because she does not give herself enough credit her tone is insane like her personality really does show through there and it's spicy selena i embody my spicy tone after your like poetic phrases. I was like, shoot, you know what? Writing should be more interesting and fun. You flatter me. <laughs> oh, Lauren here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say Lauren's pieces are definitely the ones where you you're reading them and you chuckle your to yourself a little as you're going through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think everyone here has a very, very distinct voice on the desk and that's why they're like so fun to read um because literally everyone here like has like more of a category that they're more like passionate about writing and um just really really fun different I can hear your voices when I'm reading them it's so funny um I was going to say about um this expert that Selena talked to also very good piece I really enjoyed that one I was like this is great and I was like I 
feel like I have to censor some of this, but I'm not going to because that would be dumb and we shouldn't have to. It's just like this pressure, the societal pressure. It's like, oh, you're not supposed to talk about that. Um, But yeah, it was very, very good. I loved it. Leanne came and talked to me and Mandy's sorority and she mentioned you like five times. She was giving us like a talk. The Daily Wildcat. Yeah, it was like, and I was like, oh my God, I know her. That is fantastic because I've never wanted to be friends with a faculty member more. She is like the funniest person. She's the one that brought up squirting. I was like, I really hope that um, linking my name to squirting discourse will prove to be like a positive career move because God knows what would come up in that Google search bar. I, I just, I really hope, I really hope some, some professional gets a kick out of that. It was, so I didn't, I didn't tag it that way. So don't worry. You <laughs> should be all right. In terms have to, of- dig pretty deep to find that. <laughs> really on the was- search for something. She did um, the football and the condom demonstration that you wrote about for our chapter. And it was so funny because she, she's very explicit. Like you said, like she says it how it is. And she was like banging the football on her desk or something. And she's like, don't do this to a penis, guys. We were like, you got it, Leanne. You guys, I hate to cut this conversation short. I let it go like 15 minutes longer than I should have. But listeners, you're welcome for a good conversation if you've made it this far. Um, that is all the time we have for today. I'm sad to call the conversation and I guess the season of this podcast to a close. For every single piece that was mentioned today and on any other episode, you guys should absolutely check it out. The Opinion Desk has amazing writers and everything is interesting and fun. And you'd be doing yourself a favor by going to the Daily Wildcat Opinion section and reading everything you can. Just saying. Just putting that out there. For everybody that came on the show today, thank you guys so much. I appreciated it. For everybody that has come on the show at all this season, thank you. To my listeners, thank you. I'm going to shed a tear. This is my opinion. This is my My opinion. My opinion. This is my opinion. This podcast is brought to you by the Opinions Desk at the Daily Wildcat. Online all the time at dailywildcat.com and Arizona Student Media. A big thank you to everybody involved in this project, including our opinions editor, Kaylee Cook, managing editor and producer, Pascal Albright, the Opinions Desk, and a very, very big thank you to our amazing listeners. Follow the Daily Wildcat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Daily Wildcat. To submit ideas for topics for the show, email storyideas at dailywildcat.com with the subject, This Is My Opinion, podcast ideas. This has been This Is My Opinion, a Daily Wildcat podcast. This is my opinion. This is my my opinion. My opinion. This is my opinion.